0: Hello everyone, this is Debbie Happy Cohen and you're listening to the Sassy Southern Yankee Podcast. I am the founder of joybasedliving.com where love is our superpower and meaningful conversations are our world. I have been co-hosting doing this podcast in the last few episodes, the last 11 episodes since the whole Corona thing started with a dear friend of mine, Michelle Stone. and um, where I have a background, um, it, I've been coaching in life and business coaching for 20 years. I have a master's degree in counseling, my friend Michelle, is an artist and an art teacher and an art curator who specializes in art therapy. And she's been doing art therapy in her own life for many, many years. And so she's got a lot of experience with that. So we were talking today about how to help you get to know us better. And we wanted today's conversation to be about who we are at joy-based living and how we, how can we empower you to have more meaningful conversations in your life so that you can have a greater sense of clarity and fulfillment. So we kind of wanted to give you a sneak peek into what are those topics of meaningful conversations And what do we do in ourselves to engage those conversations? Because they require a way of being with ourselves in order to be with each other. And we believe, we strongly believe that meaningful conversations are the gateway to the best new normal that we can create for ourselves and for humanity And we believe that joy-based living is leading the way. We are pioneering that along with other thought leaders in in this kind of realm. I know somebody told me to be careful about the word thought leaders because it means something else, which I don't know what it means. But anyway, we're leading, we're (laughs) leading the way in this new way of being with ourselves and being with each other. And we wanted to talk about what that means and what that looks like. Um, so that that you can feel included in the experience, how does that sound, Michelle? I um yeah i I like the way that that sounds. It's just
1: you know sometimes when we um when when we talk what because we've been doing this especially like you and I, we've been you know working together for over twenty years, and so we have our own conversations and then when we moved into joy-based living we started like doing all this research and kind of developed our own lingo mm-hmm. and I think sometimes here maybe we dip in and then try to dip back out and just yeah I, I'd, I'd like for these people who are listening to be uh, a bigger part of that and I know you do too so I'm looking forward to this conversation today all then
0: so if if you've been, oh, we always like to say, okay, if you wanna, if you wanna see, if you're listening to this podcast from like, you know, iTunes or something like that, just go to joybaseliving.com because we'll put some visuals up here. Go to joybaseliving.com and you can click on Lioness in the menu if you wanna see any of our blog posts that are joint between me and Michelle. And this episode is episode number 26. So what I'm about to share next is going to have, I'm going to try to visually describe something for you who are only listening, but if you wanted to see the visual, just go to the search bar at the bottom of joybasedliving.com and type in, um, type in episode 26. Um, and (laughs) and (laughs) you'll, you'll probably get here very easily, hopefully. Um, So I want you to imagine three circles uh, intertwined in a way, not like the Olympics, like going all the way across like that, but just three, like a Venn diagram. So there's one on the top and two on the bottom. And so there's one circle in the middle. So imagine the circle in the middle says JBL for joy-based living, because this is what we are um, embodying. This is what we're delivering and sharing. Um, we want you all to experience like, um, magic in your life. The more magic that you can experience, the happier we're going to be. That is like, um, that's what we're about. And the magic of life doesn't come from conformity and filling out boxes. It comes from living the truth of your heart. We really do believe that love is the greatest superpower. It's our superpower. And so we create that magic by having meaningful conversations in the following three areas. So imagine um, the, the little bubble on the, on the bottom left being um, psychological on the very top, the top bubble, of if you see it like a triangle, I guess. Um, or the top circle is metaphysical and the right one is the one on the right bottom is inspirational. So we have psychological metaphysical and inspirational. Now psychological can go as deep as trauma and feeling disconnected from the self all the way on the spectrum to the other side of feeling completely connected with the self. That's the purpose of psychology and at Joy-Based Living, we're not about just the theoretical stuff. We're about practicality. How well can we apply that? So within the realm of trauma and psychology, we might use labels to help us open doors and help us get information and help us um, have clarity in our conversation, but we don't define ourselves or other people by those labels. We just use them as, uh, as information gateways. Um, And then the metaphysical at the top that has to do with faith and it has to do with faith in something much larger than yourself. If you have tendencies toward being more religious, um, or more spiritual, you might be comfortable with that, but there are many people in today's world who are not comfortable with that. And so we like to help make that, that bridge available in a meaningful conversation in a way that says, um, you know, the universe is huge and I'm just one tiny part of it. There is a much bigger mystery here and I'm part of that. What does that mean? Wow, there's so much organization to all this, regardless of what you want to call it. Can I lean into trusting that the planets are in their orbit and that I'm not controlling that? Um, can I choose faith? Can I choose faith in the universe? Can I choose faith that my heart is going to keep beating? Can I choose faith in humanity? So one of my favorite quotes is like, faith is a choice. And metaphysical simply to me means being able to create coherence within yourself in a way that aligns with the coherence and the order and the organization of the universe so if you have your psychology working well and you have your faith working well um well the thing that's going to move you to be different than other people is going to be your inspiration which is going to come from your desire and so that bottom right section it, it used to be in my world it used to be success or achievement which is part of it, but I've noticed that my clients who succeed the most, I never force them to aim for a particular result. It's like secretariat runs because secretariat loves to run. So my job as a coach, your job in coaching yourself and in having meaningful conversations is to ask yourself, like, what makes you feel like running and flying like the wind to where nobody could beat you? not because you're trying to win, but because you love flying and you love mm-hmm. winning too, but it's it's a different, it's, I'm constantly negotiating joy on other people's behalf by continuing to ask the question, if you could have it all your way, what would you love? And it could be really nuanced. Oh, you're going to start an online business teaching art classes? Well, let me ask you a question. If you could have it all your way, would you love to run your own business? Yes or no? They go, yes, okay. Then I go, we can continue the conversation. Then I go, okay, well, um, if that's the case, then um, on a scale of one to 10, how much would you love to succeed at running your own business? (laughs) And then like, if they go, well, a two, well, I go, well, maybe you need to be working for somebody else. But if they go like a 12, then we go, okay, well, now we have a platform to stand on. Now we can have a real meaningful conversation going forward on their behalf without my agenda interfering with what they really want. So I'm always checking in. Is this what you really want? Is this where you're really going? Because I, I will always visualize joy for people, but I will not visualize specifics without their permission. So if somebody goes, well, you know, I want to teach class, a class on oil painting. And somebody says, well, I want to teach, you know, children how to draw portraits or whatever. That is very nuanced and very specific for that person. But it's up to me to help them bring it up. And maybe it means you need to go just explore right now and see what you would love to teach. So the conversation for you to have with yourself in terms of inspiration is what makes me feel on fire. And if I don't know yet, maybe I need to explore a little bit. So like for me, I've done a ton of YouTube videos. I've done a ton of blogging. I've done a ton of podcasts. But podcast, podcast, podcast. And what I've (laughs) discovered is that I'm not as comfortable in front of the camera as I am with my voice, with my friends, and with blogging. So, what inspires me is helping people juice up the magic in their lives. What inspires me is having a small group of people around me who are supporting each other and bringing the magic out in themselves and each other, and then witnessing each other do it. And then Like there's more fireworks because then the brain goes, oh, there's evidence. Wait, that person did it and they were struggling before. Wait, now I can do, you know. And so we up the ante as we keep betting on each other and betting on ourselves. So we have psychology, metaphysics, inspiration, but what's underneath all of that, what's underneath the bedrock, what's the bedrock underneath all of that is an embodied sense of accountability, agency, practicality ownership of my own truth, of my own centeredness within my being. And that leads me back to the conversation about psychology, because if you have CPTSD, for example, which is complex post-traumatic stress, which means that you get like emotional flashbacks and you're not like fully present and you're dissociated and you're distracted and it looks like ADHD, but it's like really post-traumatic stress. If you're like dealing with that, then you are not fully embodied. And so then you have to mm-hmm. keep doing practices like a workout to be embodied so that you can be in the center of your psyche. And I came up with a definition for codependency the other day that was just so gorgeous. I, I don't have my fingers on it right now, but it was something about codependency is those moments of, in time when someone else or something else is at the center of your psyche And if you're somebody who is severely codependent, then you will find people, objects, things, ideas to live at the center of your psyche. And if you betray them, then you will create a guilt grenade, which will be like a minefield in your brain. And then how does that affect your inspiration? And how does that affect your faith? Then you're completely imbalanced. And so as we practice becoming the center of our own psyche, our own voice matters more than anybody else's. Then we can lean further into our spirituality. Then we can have more sense of connectedness with ourselves. And then when we lean into our desires and we run toward what we want and we run toward the future that we're imagining for ourselves, we can go forward without holdback, without resistance, without inner conflict, that has to do with being against the self because when the self is against the self, that's the split that causes all self sabotage and mental illness and breakdown and depression. And so when the self is for the self, that's the, that's like if you were making a soup, that would be the stock of the soup. And if the stock of the Mm -hmm. soup isn't good, you're not getting anything. You're not getting any magic. But when the stock of the soup is good and then you go, okay, now I'm going to add ingredients to it. You know, and stock of the soup is a metaphor that may or may not work here because we're talking about a muscle building workout. Um, you, have to, you have to keep strengthening yourself, being embodied. Is this my truth? How do I feel right now? And then saying, what do I want to feel? What do I want to create? What do I want to experience? And then negotiating for joy on your own behalf. And then when you do that, then you become available to doing that for other people because then you want them to be true to themselves. And then what happens then where the magic is, is then they support you and you support them. And it's this, it's a city that I call reciprocity. And within that feeling of reciprocity, no matter what service you're putting into the world, it's no longer transactional which is our old normal, it is relational, it is interpersonal, and I think that interpersonal relationship skills are the most important communication, our communication skills, our our interpersonal relationship skills are the most important skills that we can develop in our world right now as we are creating this new normal for ourselves and for others, and if you want to be successful, you're going to need those skills. And you're not going to need to physically touch people to have those skills. You're going to need to have empathy. You're going to have to be able to read people. You're going to have to be able to read yourself and your own body and trust yourself, but also not be against yourself. Um, well, that's the Venn diagram of psychology, metaphysics, and inspiration. That is the, is the, is the, is the, those are the meaningful conversations that we have at Joy-Based Living always making sure that we are grounded in a sense of practicality and embodiment. Michelle, if it's okay with you, I just want to, I want to close this portion with one more thing and then throw, throw the ball to you.
1: Um,
0: So I want to just let you see that the opposites of it would be like, if you had metaphysics without practicality, you would let whatever the horoscope says, really affect you and be at the center of your psyche that would be the opposite of what we do at joy-based living like we don't we don't bring things like that into our conversations individuals can believe that but i don't like it when people write you know oh mercury is blah 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 because i believe in self-fulfilling prophecy but if it makes somebody else like turned on to go oh it's the year of the dog like i'll join them in that because it's just fun so When you have metaphysics without practicality, without psychology, without clarity about your desires and inspiration, you can let that become your ruler. If you have psychology without the balance of metaphysics and inspiration, then you can become too dry and go, okay, well, I'm conforming well enough. I look like a good citizen, but then you're not really happy. You're not really embodying and embracing the beauty of life. And then the other flip side is it, the imbalance is if you have too much achievement and goal orientedness and you don't have enough faith in psychology, well, that's going to be a huge imbalance because you're going to be a stressed out anxiety ridden, you know, whatever, and you may succeed, but you're not going to be happy for it. And so joy-based living uh, is about joy. Uh, it's about magic. <laughs> and, and so I wanted i, I, I I think when you think about those in terms of the negatives and in terms of the imbalances, it can also really, really help a lot. Um, So I hope that's, I hope that's a good, um, like foundation for our listeners to be able to go, you know what? I want more meaningful conversations in my life in these following areas. And maybe for you, uh, you haven't addressed the depth of your psychology enough, or you maybe you haven't addressed the depth of your faith enough, or maybe you haven't really addressed what you really want, and you're lying to yourself because you're telling yourself what other people want. And maybe for you it's the meaningful conversation around embodying your own agency, your own power, your own accountability, your own ownership of your life, because you your perception is your world and that's what makes you really precious to me and to us so michelle i hand the baton magic wand and scepter (laughs) over to you to do with what you will go girl After that? I don't know.
1: Like I just really
0: went there. And I did it in like freaking twenty minutes. Not bad.
1: No, that was pretty amazing. Yeah, you did go full fledged there. And yeah, so if anyone has any questions or anything, you know, please. Uh, we're always looking for um comments or thoughts or feedback. And so please put them on the podcast. It um, as Debbie said, it's joybasedliving.com, dot and then if you go to lioness and you pull up, we're probably going to call this one meaningful conversations. Mm-hmm. Are the gateway to the best new normal we can create for humanity. So, um, and but just look up today's date. So lioness uh, March twenty second, March twenty sixth, and this 20- episode yep. twenty six. Oh, that's kind of cool. Okay. That is really cool. So 26 is our magic number today. It not is. Um. it is <laughs> Works for
0: me. Like, I can handle it jokingly, It's um, not, like, official. You know just, what I mean? <laughs> right, 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 yeah.
1: So, um, so yeah, so ask any questions, give us some thoughts. Um, so the, the meaningful conversations, and, and because of everything that Debbie said and because of all of the – um. The, all of the 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 comments that Debbie made, and and because of the last three years of research that we've done with our core group at, at Joy Based Living um, around
0: these topics, I'm
1: feeling around these topics, I'm feeling like the conversations that I'm able to have now that I'm more present and more in my body and more clear with less fogginess and less disassociation, and fear. um, and, and, less fear, um, are, are paramount. I, I you know, I mean, I, I mentioned earlier this week in an earlier podcast that this week is the week that we're starting to go back. Um, I have a, a teenage son and so last week was spring break. So this week we're moving back into school and as everyone transitions from, um, you know, teaching in the classroom to teaching online and, and all of that. So I've kept him in the same routine mm-hmm. as school. And, but we've also, because, you know, he's got these amazing classes that he and I can do things together, um, culinary and, and, um, you know, we're learning languages together and just all these, so we're, we're spending a lot of great quality bonding mm-hmm. time together. And, and I'm able to be more present. I'm able to be, more engaged than the conversation, and so i 'm picking up on little nuances than I wouldn't have maybe three years ago and so um had a conversation with a fellow mom earlier today, and she has six children, and she 's actually finding that that the corona is giving her time and and she even homeschools, but she, you know she's able to do a lot more things with her children and have more meaningful conversations. And and it was funny because as she and I were, com- not, I don't want to say comparing mm-hmm. stories, but sharing mm-hmm. stories, I could tell where her, because she is not part of joy-based living. And not that, you know, there's a, or, oh, well, you're better than I am. I'm not trying to say that. I'm just saying that I felt as though the depth of the level of my conversation with my son was um, maybe, that, maybe, that maybe I was... Sure richer there we go that's a good way yeah and so yeah well you know you gave gave me a
0: visual um you know i i really Vito acosta who lives in bogota colombia created the joy-based living logo um we had worked on a bunch of fairy tales together and then i told her about this dream to create groups of people who have self-awareness and um what what you're describing like what came to my mind was the 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 network that you have between you and anybody um Mm -hmm. like that relationship let's say is a piece of your network and so there's like a cord between you and that person and when you were just describing your relationship with your son I saw the cord between the two of you really strong. Right. And and it seems as
1: though like these last couple of days and through this whole experience of spending more quality time together that the, the vision that I get now that you said the cord between us is that each day more fibers are yes. added to make it stronger.
0: Yes. Yes. And, yeah. and so we didn't bring up this word. I didn't bring up this word before. But the word trust. When you have an embodied mm-hmm. sense of trust in yourself. Then you can offer that into a relationship.
1: Like Yeah. Because it's, it's a mirror image. Say more. It's, it's you know. So whatever we have going on inside of ourselves. We project it out into the world, and so I was reading a Brene Brown book earlier today. Um, uh, right, uh, daring greatly, and and she talked about how you know if, if if you're coming across as mean and cranky to other people, then you've got that that kind of dynamic going on inside of you and or so if you're coming across as you know you're you're positive and you're happy and you're excited and you're encouraging then you've got that that same dialogue going inside of you. So whatever you put out is actually a reflection of what you've got going on inside of the the inner dialogue that's happening inside your 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 mm-hmm. psyche. And so when as my inner dialogue improves and my, you know, my disassociation goes away and, and you know, and, and I'm, that gramophone, the, the, the conversation, that repetition. The, re- the repetition imagine of it,
0: negative feelings or conversations within the, the old, broken, yeah. icky, old, normal. Right. self that is mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Imagine that as an old, broken down gramophone that's kind of you know and so that that dialogue that comes up whenever you know you want to try something new and that's the dialogue that says oh no you can't do that or oh no um it'll it'll take too many resources or oh no you you don't have enough time or oh no whatever that's that gramophone that we've worked really really hard to you know to to take a baseball bat too well to to, (laughs) To to eradicate it for me eradicate
0: it in a world that promotes i I, i'm going to say it really just directly that promotes us feeling bad about ourselves for the sake of conformity and consumerism like like that's the dark side of like what we're aware of and then like what do those voices look like? What do those voices feel like? They look like, you're not good enough. You're too fat. You're not smart enough. Well, I couldn't do that because X X X Y Y Y Z Z Z. And then, well, how are mm-hmm. you supposed to build something gorgeous on top of that? That is a house of cards. Well, you're not oh, supposed yeah. to build something gorgeous on top of that. You're supposed to conform and you're supposed to be somebody else's. You know, somebody else is supposed to be at the center of your life in that realm. So that's the gramophone. The gramophone serves a purpose.
1: Oh, yeah, it does.
0: And it keeps you, it it holds you back. Right. Because it's old messages that are just keeping you in line and in sync with who you thought you were. So I want to take this to the heck yes level, which I I know you were leading to there. I love where this is going. I love talking about like, you know, these things that are at the basis of where does the magic get broken and then how do we correct ourselves. I believe that the more the more you help somebody else bloom, flower and grow, the more successful you're going to be in the new normal of our world. And it right. doesn't matter if you're a parent, if you're, a, you know, if you're at work, if you're, and you don't even have to be like a top person at work, a leader at work. You can be a peer at work. If you help mm-hmm. other people bloom, flower and grow, you will be successful. And it levels out the playing field because you don't know if you have a strength, that can help somebody let's say above you we're so used to looking above and below like you know that it, it levels it out you go oh well I have this skill and they could benefit from my skill and it doesn't matter whether above me or equal to me or below me mm-hmm. you, you will stand out and 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 yeah. you will serve in a greater way and other people it's contagious Joy-based living is contagious and it does create ripples that are very powerful and very big.
1: And it's true, you know, I mean, in my own life, the more that like, let's take, for example, um, about two years ago, I started, um, I became the curator at the Carrollwood Cultural mm-hmm. Center and so in Tampa, Florida. in in Tampa, Florida. And, um, and so as I stepped more and more into my position, I, um, I recognized the fact that, so the cultural center is, it's 11 years old. And so it's one of those facilities that, you know, we have theater and music and dance and, um, and art classes and pottery classes and lots of just lots of things going on, but it's not at that level where, People are not going to go from the cultural center to um, to Broadway kind of thing. It's, it's, it's a stepping mm-hmm, stone. Mm-hmm. And so I recognized that early on as far as being the curator. And I started, like, reaching out to the community, to different people that I know. And then those people reached out to people that they knew. And before you know it, I've got all these different shows. I've got, you know, I've got more and more artists reaching out to me people serendipitously calling, you know, calling me up and saying, Hey, I've had three people tell me that I need to reach out to you because you're a visionary. I'm like, okay, fine. So, you know, then we start to do something, but it is like, because I'm going out there and I'm sharing all this information with all these people and I'm lifting them up. And and before you know it, I had all these, like for every monthly um, call for Mm -hmm. artists, which is, you know, I would, I would get anywhere from three to five, sometimes as many as 10 um, artists who are brand new, who just, you know, they either just retired, or they just got out of art school, or, you know, um, they're, they're newly in a motherhood. And, you know, they want to do something on the side, or whatever the case may be. And uh, to the point to where, I um I decided to do an emerging artist show and it was actually the largest show that we had ever had. I almost had a hundred pieces, it filled up the the two story gallery that I have. And so you know, and as I'm just like promoting all these other people, that energy and the level of the artistry started coming up. And so it it just yeah. So when when you, I don't know if I'm explaining myself right, but if if you um if you just like put your energy into other people and into acknowledging them, then they start to feel good and, and, and everyone just, just rises.
0: Right. And so that you, you kind of like, you fan the flames that are within them. You fan the kindling and yes. then what kind of response do you, what ends up happening as a result that you've experienced?
1: Oh, I just get m- more people are like, Oh my gosh. I mean, you know, so, so um, it's beautiful because I was actually looking at some art today and realizing that there are people who have come and just like this one woman in particular came to me. She, she answered one of my calls um, early last year and she lives all the way in the panhandle, which is like a seven hour drive from here. And so she would come down dri- literally drive, one way to drop off three to five pieces of artwork, so I could hang them up, and then drive back that same day. And then they would, her and her husband would come down for the art show, which would, you know, is usually on a Friday. And and sometimes they would like stay the whole weekend, but they literally drive all the way down here. And so, the first show she actually wasn't awarded an honorable mention because our, all of my shows are. Uh-uh. My monthly calls are judged. And so I give out a first, a second, a third, and three honorable mentions. And then, um, so then the second show, I think she won like second or third place. And so then she started like gaining this, 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 um, this courage to, and, you know, like self-esteem and like her just, you could see how she started to just feel much better about her art and her art is amazing. She, she actually went to, um, got admitted into art school, you know, early on and, and chose not to do it because she got married and had some children and, and then moved on. And so recently she just retired. And so she stepped back mm-hmm. into it and now she's showing in Texas and she's showing like all over the country, Awesome. just, just from this little, you know, me giving her a little, her reaching out to me and then me giving her. You know, some some kudos and winning some awards, and you know, just just prop you know helping her mm-hmm. and supporting her. So
0: nice, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, and that's just yeah. one example. So there's there's many more than yeah.
0: that. Yeah, and and yeah, the like like when I coach somebody who let's say works for a company or something like that, usually I work with people who are more on the independent side, but you know here or there as they succeed their whole company succeeds and mm-hmm. so the flourishing happens in all directions so I never touched that artist but I touched your life and then you touch that artist and yes. then you like you and then it's the same thing for you you know, she'll go affect somebody else's life. You haven't touched that life, but you've touched her life or you have deeply touched your son's life. And then the ripples go out big time. And it's just as practical for your health to be living this way as it is for your bottom line. Oh, yeah. And that that has a lot to do with faith. Because if you believe in the order and organization of the universe and you're part of it and you're not working against yourself and your desires are clear to you, you're going to position yourself to be in the best place for you to be of the greatest service. And what I'm so proud of us about is that we have navigated and learned and kept digging until we understood trauma until we understood how that relates to manifesting and manifesting bad things because this the sense of connection to self is broken and so if your vibrational output is inside out and backwards you're going to create manifestations that are inside out and backwards which is going (laughs) to affect your uh your success and your output and, and your desires and and your sense of your ability to manifest and things like that and and it's so exciting to me because to me it's like, um, like fixing your own magic wand. Because I believe that we are magical, we are divine, we're human, we're magical, and that when we put those ripples out there, those are ripples of love, and love is the essence of magic. Mm-hmm. Isn't that beautiful? But yeah. it's not magic it's- like witchy magic. Like we're not into like that. We're into like the magic of being alive and and the joy that, that just exudes exponentially and then the serendipities that happen as a result.
1: Yeah, like magic and wonder. Magic
0: and, and wonder and awe. Those are our words yeah. for the year.
1: Right, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Wonder on magic. So, my goodness. Well, Michelle, I, I think this was a really good conversation. I think... Um, you know this is a great invitation to anybody who wants to get to know who we are and who wants to enhance their own sense of meaningful conversations in their own life for more clarity and more fulfillment we wish this for you we visualize mm-hmm. this for you we we open our arms wide and just just embrace the whole world with so much love seeing more clarity and more fulfillment all around the world. I felt like a prayer. Yeah, it did. (laughs) That really did.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so it is.
1: And so it shall be.
0: And so it shall be. I feel like that's a good place to close. Do you feel complete?
1: I do feel complete, I do you? Do yeah.
0: do yeah, so this is right. Debbie Happy Cohen and Michelle Stone. We are at com and we are also at anchor.fm. By the way, at anchor.fm, if you go to anchor.fm forward slash sassy shorts, because my nickname is Reverend Sassy Shorts, if you go to anchor.fm forward slash Sassy Shorts, you'll be able to see all the places where you can listen to this podcast, including Spotify, including iTunes and including Stitcher and like all the, like there's like eight different places that you could be listening. Um, and if you want to see the visuals, just go to joybasedliving.com and go to the search bar and look up episode 26. And here we are, Michelle, Thank you so much for this, another enlivening, beautiful, meaningful conversation. And thank you for bringing so much magic into my life.
1: Absolutely, Debbie. And thank you for, for bringing me on the podcast. I I just, I, I love every time that we're on it and for, you know, to share everything that, that we're talking about with our listeners and just, I'm, filled with gratitude so thank you
0: yay all right everybody Mm -hmm. we will see you tomorrow
1: have a good day